Welcome to Soul Spark with Sarah Godfrey. Hi, you guys. I'm Sarah. I am so happy that you're here with me today. It means so much to me that you bother to listen to these podcasts and that you're supportive. I'm hoping that you're getting a lot of great information from these things. My desire with this podcast is so simple. You've heard it before, right? All I want to do is ignite something in you so that you feel a little more free to connect with yourself, with others, and with your life. Today, we're talking about feelings, feeling all the feelings, right? And as much as sometimes we, we might not like it, feelings or emotions are just a vital part of the human experience. Now, yes, can they be overwhelming? Oh my gosh, you bet. <laughs> I get overwhelmed by them too. But here's what I've learned. If you decide that you're strong enough to handle them, you will be. All you have to do is decide. And so we're going to talk about why we need to feel and how to deal with all the feelings, all the emotions. I used to think something was wrong with me, honestly, because I had big feelings. I swear that I left the dinner table most nights in tears, okay, because of me usually trying to boss my brothers around, mixing the words up. They'd think it was funny and cute, and then I'd leave crying. (laughs) By the way, I have six older brothers. Okay. So not only did I have big feelings, but I was in a house full of guys. (laughs) And so it's no wonder that it's no wonder that I was like, something must be wrong with me. I have all these big feelings because I was different than the people that I grew up with. They, they didn't have the big feelings like I did. So, you know, I've, I've said this before, but I like, I, as I grew older, especially in my teenage years, I kind of just downplayed my feelings, shoved them down. I think a lot of that wasn't just because I wanted to be cool, but because I was afraid of like the bad feelings, you know, but this is what I've learned over, over the years since then is that unfortunately we cannot selectively numb. We cannot just drown out anger, shame, fear, sadness, and still welcome in the hope and the joy and the courage and, you know, love. We can't do that. We can't selectively numb. When we drown out the stuff that we don't like, we're also drowning out the stuff that we really want to feel more of. And that's not the kind of life I want to live. I don't want to just be void of feeling. And I don't think you do either. So let's stop being scared of feeling things. Here's something I want you to know and really take to heart. Feelings or emotions, they're just information, okay? That's not that scary. This is so cool. The Latin derivative for emotion is emotor, and it literally means energy in motion. So emotion is just energy moving through your body. We, it's our reaction to that, how it feels, you know, how we decide to sense it and the meaning that we give behind it and the struggle that we have if we don't like that feeling. Um, that's what makes them hard to deal with. It's just how we react to those things. So if we, we start to think of like emotions as just information for you to help you know yourself, to know what's going on in life and the situations you're in and to know what's important to you, to know what you need, all those things. It's just information for you to help you live your life. And there's nothing scary about that. 
Have you guys heard of emotional intelligence? There's a few books about emotional intelligence and, and it's kind of a cool thing to, to learn about, but emotional intelligence is just the capacity to be aware of and express your own emotions and to handle your interaction with other people and their emotions in a healthy way. That's emotional intelligence. You know what's crazy is that, and the reason why it's getting a lot of intention and it has for a while, is because a lot of people say that emotional intelligence might be more important than IQ when it comes to success, like in a career, healthy relationships, and just your overall happiness. It's kind of a good thing to be emotionally intelligent. The cool thing is, and um, is that when you get more comfortable with your own emotions, your relationships get better because guess what? You get more comfortable with handling other people's emotions too. You get better at handling other people's emotions without being swept up in it, without being reactive or resentful and dismissive. Okay, any of those things, you can deal with other people's feelings. So it's a good thing to pursue. So if feelings or emotions are just information, just energy in motion, that is there to help us navigate and experience life, we have to let them all in. There's a poem by Rumi that I really wanted to share with you guys. It's called The Guest House. This being human is a guest house. Every morning, a new arrival, a joy, a depression, a meanness, some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all, even if they are a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture. Still, treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight, the dark thought, the shame, the malice. Meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whatever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. And that's the end of the poem. I love this poem because I definitely have experienced this in my own life as I've become better at welcoming in whatever emotions come and knock at my door. My life has become richer and fuller and so much more joyful. And I've become more wise, if I do say so myself. <laughs> Those dark hard things that I've allowed myself to feel have taught me so much. So I prefer to not label emotions as bad or even as negative, okay? I like, I prefer to call them like maybe uncomfortable or hard. Yeah, with my kids, I'll often be like, did you have any hard feelings today when we talk about those things? Okay, I, I'm not gonna say that everything feels good to me because it does not. But I don't label them as negative and here's why. As long as I was seeing anger as being bad or negative, not only was it a deterrent for me letting those things in, yeah, answering the door, letting them in, and then it started to become, thing, become something like, oh, if anger's bad and if I'm feeling it, that means I'm bad. Okay, so no. Let's not label these emotions as bad or negative because then we're just going to shove them down. And guess what? That really doesn't feel good. <laughs> they just get stuck in there and they keep on popping back up until you let them in. So instead of labeling them as negative or bad, just maybe uncomfortable or unpreferred or hard. Heimgenau, which 
I probably bashed how you say his name. Um, it's spelled H-A-I-M-G-I-N-O-T-T. He says that all feelings are permissible. Not all behavior is permissible. Okay, so all emotions, all energy and motion is welcome to be acknowledged. We can allow ourselves to be aware of those things. Now, when we stop labeling like oh, bad, good, negative, positive, they're just maybe comfortable, uncomfortable, hard or easy, more pleasant. Okay. When we stop labeling and we just let ourselves become aware of them, then they can start to actually give us the information we need. So body awareness is hugely useful here when it comes to feelings, emotions, and you know why? Emotions are a felt experience, okay? Maybe your thoughts might cause a feeling or emotion in your body, but they happen in your body. We feel emotions in our bodies. And so any kind of tools that you can get to gain more body awareness is going to be so useful for you in having more emotional intelligence. So anytime you can just be present in your body, simply maybe by just starting to have more sensory experiences in your life to really take in what you're seeing and hearing and touching and tasting and smelling, right? Our five senses. Allowing yourself to have sensory experiences. There's a deadening that is happening in our world because we spend all our time inside looking at screens. There's so much more to our bodies, to our lives that we can experience and feel. And maybe it makes our emotions become more jarring because we're not experiencing life to the fullest just in a physical way, okay? So get more awareness, have more sensory experiences, yoga, other somatic practices. Remember, somatic is your body's knowledge when being aware of what your body knows and feels. Anytime you're moving your body with awareness, you're going to become better at dealing with feelings. Being comfortable with moving your body helps you be comfortable with feeling your emotions. Pretty cool, right? And the cool thing is, I think that sometimes we we just think we have five senses. They're the ones that we're taught in school. <laughs> because what you have a sixth sense, and I'm not talking about like, you know, seeing dead people, <laughs> Okay, when I say the sixth sense, I mean, there's another sense and it is your inner body awareness. I, I spoke about this in episode five, I believe, on everybody needs awareness and having body awareness. But there, there's another sense and it is being able to feel what you're feeling from your skin inward. Okay, and that sense especially can help you develop awareness of your emotions and learn how to not run away from them. Like in yoga, I go and I go there and I stretch and I'm like uncomfortable and I learn to stay calm in discomfort. And then when an uncomfortable emotion comes on, which is still a felt experience, I can stick with it. Okay, so once we have this awareness and we've stopped labeling things as good or bad, negative or positive, we can start to allow ourselves to feel what we feel. Bonnie Bainbridge Cohen said, you can't release what you don't feel. Instead of thinking about it, feel it. Oh, that is so hard. I prefer to go places intellectually rather than emotionally. Okay, it is so tempting to skip this step of feeling because we don't want to feel. Yeah, that's the hard part. <laughs> what we want to do is either ignore 
whatever happened that's making us feel, or we at least want to just make sense of that experience, right? We want to just skip to the rational part of it. I do this too. I can remember very distinctly one of going to therapy last year. Yes, I do go to therapy every now and again, and it helps me so much, sometimes more often than others. But I, my awesome therapist last year, I remember sitting in the chair talking about a trauma, trying to deal with some PTSD that I had, and I kept on saying, like, why and how? Like, how did this happen? wanted to just really make sense of this experience and she's like no 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 you're skipping it <laughs> like you have to feel first just feel Ugh. I didn't want to that like no one wants to <laughs> um there's a great book that talks about actually why you have to feel first in order to heal. It's called The Body Keeps the Score. It's by Bessel van der Kolk. I'll put it in the show notes, okay? But he explains actually what happens in the brain. And it's kind of, I mean, maybe I'm going to bash this, but you know, the, the experience that we're trying to not feel gets stuck in one part of the brain. And it's the feeling part of the brain. And until we actually allow it to do what it needs to do there, it's going to get stuck there and it can't get to the rational part of the brain that can logically make sense of it and be at peace. We want to skip that step, but we can't. Like our brains literally have to work in this certain way. Okay, I get that that's scary. It doesn't feel good. Okay, but and and I know for me when especially when it comes to big feelings that are really overwhelming, right? There's this fear that it's gonna swallow you whole and you are never going to come out of it again. But guess what? That's not gonna happen. Feelings, emotions, guess what? They don't last forever. They come and they go. Good, bad, positive, negative, uncomfortable, comfortable, whatever you wanna call them, they all pass. When we know that and trust that, we can open ourselves up. And and that's good because those feelings that we love, like happiness, joy, comfort, yeah, when we, we can open ourselves up and we can feel those good, quote unquote, good right, feelings because they're not going to last. We need to open ourselves up so we can enjoy them while they're there. And the uncomfortable ones, we need to open ourselves up, first of all, so they don't get stuck inside us and keep on coming back up so that we can actually deal with them, but also so we can know what we need. There's a a great little quote that I wanted to share. This is actually from a children's book called Listening to My Body. I've read it with my kids so many times because we're working on being okay with feelings in our house. But I love this image that the author gives. She says, Sensations and feelings are like the waves in the ocean. Some come crashing in, while others roll in gently. And they always come and go. We can't stop the waves from coming, but we can pay attention to them so they don't knock us over. That's the end of that quote. I'll put this book in the show notes for you as well. But... Yeah, we just have to open ourselves up to feeling it all, to letting those waves come in as they will without trying to control what way they come in, without trying to control what they do to us. Just let them come. And I know that can be scary, but you are brave and you are capable. And when honestly, when you decide you can handle it, 
you can. We cause so much unnecessary suffering in ourselves because we just decide we can't handle something when really it's that we don't want to. Okay, but you're strong enough. This image of one of the experiences I had while dealing with that trauma I refer to in my PTSD, when I really let myself feel all of the emotions that were inside of me because of what had happened to me. It was so much anger. It was like it set me on fire. But guess what? What came from that fire was a phoenix. And that experience has blessed my life so much, even though I really wish I had never had PTSD. But like opening myself up has made me so much less afraid when other hard things have come. Yeah, a phoenix. You have to let in all those guests, all the feelings of just part of being human so that they'll stop knocking on the door so that you'll stop suffering so much because suffering is because of resisting and you'll learn that you can handle it. When you let yourself feel, really feel, then guess what happens? You can start to figure out what you really need. So much of what we do is trying to avoid what we feel. And we never satisfy our needs. These feelings, these emotions are just information. Something inside of us saying, I need help. I need to feel safe. I need to feel loved. I need to feel connected. All those things. And, and then we, we just go, nope, don't want to deal with it. Don't want to deal with it. And then we don't get what we need. It's no way to live. Once, once you open yourself up and you start to know what you really need, maybe, maybe you'll learn that you just need to give that feeling some space just to honor it, okay? Or maybe that emotion will lead you to action, either action to change how you're feeling, you know, or to address a situation that needs you to make things better, But if you don't sit with yourself and let those feelings in, you're never going to know what you really need. Here's a silly example. Oh my gosh. Last, oh my, last fall, I bought a new couch, okay? So excited. It came to my house. While I was at yoga, I came home. I walked into the living room and I started panicking. I just was overwhelmed with this anxiety. Like it got so bad. This is embarrassing because it's a freaking couch. Okay. But it got so bad. I had to like lay on the ground. I was like breathing, like so panicky about a brand new couch. Oh, what is going on? And, and I just sat with it and I was like, oh, okay. I'm experiencing something, obviously. What is this? And as I sat with it and just opened myself up to it, I was like, oh, I don't like that couch. <laughs> it doesn't look good in my living room like I thought it would. And uh, not only do I not like it, but I'm scared to tell my husband that I don't like it. But guess what? I did it. I was like, honey, I don't like the couch. And he's like, I don't like it either. Let's get rid of it. It was fine. We just called the store. They came back, picked it up, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> but but until I was willing to just sit with myself for a minute and be like, why am I freaking out? <laughs> I couldn't figure out what I needed. That couch would probably still be sitting in my house making me a crazy woman. But luckily I took care of it. <laughs> okay, there's a great meditation or just like a tool for dealing with emotions and 
that I wanted to leave with you today before we ended. This is from Tara Brock. She is a Buddhist teacher. She teaches so many great meditations and just like so much wisdom and insight. She has a good podcast. Um, I'll put a link to this particular meditation in my show notes. A lot of people have heard of it. It's um, the RAIN meditation. So RAIN, it just is an acronym. It stands for Recognize, Allow, Investigate, and Nurture. And I'll kind of, I'll go through the steps with you so that you know how, so that you know how to actually use RAIN. So the first step is recognize. Okay, this is just when you feel something in your body and you just kind of go, oh, what's happening? What's going on here? Okay, just first recognize that I'm freaking out or <laughs> I'm feeling this wave of sadness. You know, you just recognize it. Okay, the next step after recognize is to allow. So rather than being like, oh no, this isn't okay. I don't want it. We allow the experience to happen, right? We let that wave come in just as it is. We just allow this experience to be. Now, this is hard. We want to control our own experience, but we can't. We have to let it be. No fixing, no changing yet. We're just allowing it. And then after, so recognize, allow, the next one is investigate. Okay, this is when we just kind of like hmm, approach this thing we're dealing with with interest, with care. Hmm, we ask ourselves like, what does this feel like? Yeah, w- what is this like in my body? Yeah, like anger. Oh my gosh, I feel like I'm gonna explode. I have like this red hot heat all over every inch of my body. Where do you feel it? Yeah, as we start to get more and more detailed, we can start to know what's going on. I love this one because the step in particular, because it's helped me get to know myself and my own emotions so, so well. For example, like shame. I don't usually just like immediately go, oh, I'm feeling shame. What I start to notice is the physical sensation of shame. Yeah, I start to be like, getting this feeling of wanting to shrink and hide under a rock. Yeah, this this darkness, that, you know. And and as I start to recognize that sensation, then I can go, oh, that's shame. Yeah, but it's usually the physical feeling that comes first. So when you're experiencing something, and investigate, get really detailed, know what this thing is like. And as we give it a language, it has so much less power over us. Okay, the last step. So we did recognize, allow, investigate. Last step is nurture. So we nurture ourselves and what we're feeling with just self-compassion. So this is the place where you just care for yourself. You watch the feeling. You give it space. You will just allow yourself to know what you know and feel what you feel. And then when it's time, you get what you need. You nurture yourself in that way by taking care of what you need. Feeling is the first step in healing. And I hope that I gave you guys some good ideas so that you stop being so afraid of feeling, decide you're strong enough, become more aware. Because as we open ourselves up to feeling all those sensations that just come into our bodies, especially the emotional ones, as we open ourselves up to that, we open ourselves up to just being alive and to all that that entails. And when we do that, we're better able not only to handle life, but to embrace and love it as well. You're strong enough to handle it. You've got some good tools. If you need more, like 
Go to therapy. Talk with a friend. Read some books. Don't be scared of feeling. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for giving me some of your time today. I hope that you benefited from it. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review. Share it with someone that you love, someone who you feel could benefit from this. I hope that you feel a little more free to connect with the things that matter most in your life just from listening. Thanks for joining me. We'll see you guys next time.